0: Hey everyone, this is Bomber and Tactic here from the Online Warriors podcast. We hope you're having a wonderful, safe, and happy holiday season this year.
1: For this week's episode, our typical recording time fell right smack dab on Christmas. So to give our cast some time to celebrate with their families, we're doing something a little different this week. We're revisiting an interview that we had with Charles Watson last year.
0: Charles is the creator of the GG app, an app that tracks the games you play, sort of like a Goodreads for video games. So this is perfect timing if you need a place to track all those cool new games you got for the holidays.
1: So let's get right into it.
2: And welcome back to another episode of the Online Warriors podcast. This week, we have a special treat for all of our listeners. We're kicking off the show with an interview with our special guest, Charles Watson, the creator of the game tracking app GG. Charles, welcome to the show. Tell the listeners a little bit about yourself, maybe your background in software development, gaming in general, and and anything you want to tell us about GG.
3: Yeah, well, I've been working on GG for a little over five years now, which is kind of crazy to say out loud, but. (laughs) Yeah, I've been a software developer for almost nine years, I think, or actually almost 10. Wow.
0: Time flies when you're having fun, right? <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. Especially when half of it has been this project. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what do you want to know?
2: Well, yeah. Nurbomber, take it away. Let's let's hit, let's hit some questions here. Let's dive right in.
0: Sure. So for any of our listeners out there who might not be familiar with your app, can you tell us a little bit about the GG app and what inspired you to create it? Like what was your inspiration to take this five year journey that you've been on?
3: Yeah. So kind of started I had like a 12 year hiatus from gaming and I started getting back into it with like listening to podcasts and stuff. And everyone's throwing out recommendations left and right and Having used Goodreads and Letterboxed for books and movies, I wanted something like that for games because of all the recommendations I was getting. So kind of what led me to do that.
2: Yeah, see, what I do is, for me, Nerd Bomber recommends games to me, and then nine times out of ten, I just don't play them. <laughs> so it, if we were both on this app, you know, I would just be... I would be looking at what she has in her backlog to basically just inspire myself what to not play. Uh, and I'm sure that's not what it's what what the app is supposed to accomplish. But <laughs> yeah, that's kind of a, a running joke on the show here is that she tells me to play things and I say, I don't even say no. I guess it just kind of like, it just happens that I, that I don't it's do it. It's just
0: implied but, at this point.
1: <laughs> this app, by the way, I just want to say it, I'm so surprised that your creation was the first time I'm hearing of something like this. And it just, it makes sense. Like you said, after seeing Goodreads and and how that works, it just, it this just absolutely makes sense. So I really like the name of your app. Was Gigi the first name that came to mind or were there some fun runner ups?
3: I think it's only the second name. So when I first like created a folder on my desktop for ideas, it was called backlog breakdown or beatdown. I don't even remember, but that name partly came from a Facebook group I was in. We were doing a, a challenge, basically, to go through your backlog, and that was kind of the name that they used for it. So
1: that challenge sounds like it was imp- incredibly daunting.
3: It was. It was fun. It, we kind of. It was like a golf style game. So the more games that you play from your backlog, the more points you get. And then, like, if you buy new games, you lose
1: points. Ooh, I kind of like that concept. It was fun. You should integrate something like that into (laughs) GG.
0: Like just a a little punishment almost every time you add more things (laughs) to your backlog.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I don't know about that,
3: but I might eventually add like a challenge thing, backlog challenge, where
1: sort of like Goodreads for reading challenges. And if you play enough games, you get tickets to Pizza Hut. (laughs) Just like the (laughs) old public library.
2: It was a... So yeah, well, you, you're reminding me of things that are gone, and it's making me sad. So, <laughs> let, let's let's transition to happy. You started GG in 2017. You like you like you said, kind of a five year journey quite a journey and it's it seen only seen exponential growth year over year. Was there a specific turning point that you saw the growth really start to accelerate and kind of on top of that, it's got to be so exciting to see all the positive reception watching the community grow. So yeah, I guess, I guess when did you see that really start to take off and 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 how has it felt?
3: I mean, like you said, it's been exponential like year over year. So it's kind of like, there's not really one single turning point, but I think that's kind of just the nature of the app because it's, a very like social
2: right you build a build a community
3: yeah and people sharing their lists and all that kind of stuff so the word of mouth kind of just spreads like a forest fire
2: right and that's you know the, the, these kind of list driven things i have to imagine you know i've done this you know more so with movies but i do this with my friends sometimes where i like, i basically just make a list of like it's not a backlog or anything but it's like what are my top 10 movies ever you know things like that and when you make a list like that or make a list of games in your backlog, like what's what's the first thing you want to do with it probably t- like share it with other people or tell other people that it exists and, and tell other people hey i you know i'm i'm on this app where you can you can kind of do this and you know the word of mouth like you said it, it kind of becomes exponential from there so
1: that's super cool i can't tell you how many games i forgot that i played that were absolute gems and it's it's just Again, it's staggering to me that I don't uh, you have a it on yeah
3: Yeah.
0: One of the things that I find the most amazing, I mean, the app itself is amazing, but you're a one-man developing team. Is that overwhelming, especially as the app continues to grow? And how have you kind of approached the challenges of a growing user base as one person working on this project?
3: I mean, I've kind of had like a, obviously super long-term outlook on it. So I try not to let it, become overwhelming in that sense, just because I know I'm going to be working on it for a long time and eventually I'll get to all the features I want to build. So I kind of just take everything as it comes in that sense. And so with the expanding user base, it's, it honestly hasn't become like too much to handle in that sense. Like there's not really any more support requests than there were a couple of years ago. It's kind of just been the same,
0: mm-hmm.
3: but with the discord server i think a lot of people come in there and get their questions answered in there from other community members
2: right so it kind of has become self-sustaining it sounds like which yeah yeah what that really means is that you've done a great job with the development so kudos to you
1: thanks That's awesome. So kind of in the same vein, you're really transparent about your work on the app, which as an end user is really refreshing. You have a whole roadmap of new features that you're working on and even allow people to vote on new features. Between maintaining the app, working on new updates, managing your social media, and having a family, what's your trick for balancing everything in life?
3: And having a full-time job.
1: (laughs) Oh yeah, and having a full-time job. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Yeah. Coffee.
1: Yeah, monsters,
3: actually. I just cracked one open. Yeah, I mean, I don't really have a trick. It's just, I just find, like, find time to fit things in and just do it.
2: (laughs) Just kind of, just kind of grind it out, right?
3: I am also a bit of a night owl, so I exchange GG time for sleep a lot. Which again
2: is it's that's something that maybe maybe that's why I haven't developed an app myself yet. I mean, let me, let me be clear. There's many reasons, but one reason is definitely uh, I love sleep so much, maybe too much. I also love monster though. I haven't had a monster in like it's got to be ten years. I had a I, I went through a a pretty intense streak in college where there were actually it might not have been it was a mixture of monster and amp and i don't don't know if you like have a a strong preference for monster which is what you happen to do but i was pretty into amp for a while and then i had to i did give that up (laughs) let me me just put it that way
3: yeah i do have a strong preference for monster that's the best one i think
2: (laughs) i remember liking monster i like i remember liking amp i remember i i think i've only ever had red bull once or twice in my life and both times i was like man because is like, isn't red bull like I, I guess i don't know which one is the most popular one red bull seems like it's the most popular one to me i don't know if that red is not, bull is but,
3: probably the most advertised right I, yeah I, I i guess that's
2: why i feel that way but i i just remember drinking it and kind of being like really this is this is what red bull is like uh, there's, there's I, so many
1: better options i agree with charles Monster's way better
2: yeah oh i agree with that too i i, I pretty much anything's better than red bull shout out to red bull you're not very good <laughs>
3: Yeah, so, so so what? Monster us.
2: Yeah, there you go, monster. Yeah, I, at the very least, you're going to want to send Charles a, a case, right? Um, it seems like that's that's an order at this point. So one of the things that has has made Gigi stand out in the backlog community is is how easy it is to use the snappy interface. And we talked a little bit about how easy it is to use. It sounds like your support requests have have kind of at least remained constant, maybe even dwindled. For a newcomer, it's super accessible, uh, especially in comparison to existing sites. So I guess, can you walk us through a little bit about some of the UI decisions you made, how you landed on on the current form factor? I guess, you know, was there any trial and error or was it something that you kind of saw very clearly from the start?
3: There's been a ton of trial and error. Um, I can send you a picture of what it looked like in the very beginning, but it was much different than it is now.
2: Yeah. It's, it's uh, probably a lot of like, I mean, we all complain right about and granted it's totally different thing, but like, I remember there was a phase of life and I think it's mostly over now, but like every time the Facebook UI would change, we would all be like... Oh man this is this is ruining my life. <laughs> and by the way it really wasn't but like it was like the thing to talk about for a while. I mean that's UI changes. UI is gonna, it's going to be constantly evolving. Even for big play big websites like Twitter
1: that's always changing too,
2: right? So it's probably really hard if not impossible to land
1: on one thing right away. I'm going to take you up on that. I would love to see the evolution of this app. I I tried making an app myself and I tell you it it looked Probably like something that was made in PowerPoint. It was very challenging and like, it, it's just, it's gotta be fascinating where it was to where it is. I'm just very excited yeah, it, for that.
3: It's a huge shift. Well, one of the main things is the homepage used to be like an activity feed, like Twitter type activity feed. Interesting. With minus like commenting and stuff. So it was just a activity feed of your play status. And your friends' play statuses. So, Very cool.
0: as you evolved it, was that something that, you know, as you yourself were using the app, you were like, oh, you know, I want to go in a different direction? Or did you have specific, like almost like beta testers who would give you feedback as you kind of progress through different iterations?
3: So, for that specifically, I was kind of just wanting to do an update and came across various research about feed fatigue. So that kind of led me to wanting to do more of like a dashboard style instead of just an endless feed of everything. Yeah, that makes
2: sense. I wonder if it's possible. Well, I wonder aloud if it's possible to like doom scroll like a backlog, a gaming backlog, because doom scrolling is a big thing right now, right? You go on Twitter, you doom scroll. I, I, I wouldn't think it'd be possible to doom scroll just like what video games people are playing. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, feed, feed fatigue is certainly a real thing. I mean, there's so many websites besides Twitter where that happens.
3: I think for GG, like, instead of just seeing, like, everyone's, in like, each update, I think there is some value in seeing, like, a general overview of what everyone is doing. So, like, like, on the homepage, there's, like, the popular
1: with friends and stuff like that. So, that kind of segues pretty well into my next questions. What are some things you envision for the future of GG? Yeah, so... One thing I'm actually working on right now is the
3: updated collection system. So it's, I'm not sure if either of you are elite members or not, but, um, there's a new my games section, which Mm -hmm. is the new collection system that shows everything that you've interacted with and you'll eventually be able to like click in and see like all your reviews and ratings for that game and the list that's on. And then you can see like your friends stuff related to that specific game. So that's something I'm working on. And then I'm also working on splitting out the want to play status into a wish list and backlog. Oh, uh,
0: I which do will be like part that. of
3: the yeah. That'll be part of the collection system as well. And the wish list will feed into a new release calendar feature.
0: That is super helpful. I can't tell you how many times like having a running list of games that you know are just like vaguely coming out in 2022 is nice yeah. but like being able to pinpoint a release calendar for everything will be super helpful.
2: Yep. What are some tips that you would give to any developers uh, like Tactic I guess. Tactic apparently made an made an app or planned an app that looked like a PowerPoint slide. You just admitted to that. Uh, any developers looking to start their own site or app, what are what are a few tips you would give them besides drink monster? You you already you already mentioned that.
3: Start it small, like pick one or two key features and get them out to people as soon as possible. And also if you have any plans to monetize it, do that as soon as possible.
2: Right on. You heard it here first, folks. That's that's the secret sauce, I guess. I don't know. There's probably no secret sauce. If I feel like if I've learned anything from this conversation, is that there's no secret sauce, it's like trial and
1: error and kind of just 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 get out there and do it. Yeah, maybe yeah. maybe we'll maybe we'll talk offline a little bit more about that sometime. <laughs> so apps such as yours help users generate a list of accomplishments. Looking at your own GG playlist what games are you most happy to see there? Oh, that's a tough one. Um, Let's see.
3: I have my profile pulled up right now, so I'm looking. <laughs> I don't know about Proud, but a few of the games that I've enjoyed a lot since getting back into gaming are things like Death's Door, Outer Wilds. I really liked Soma, surprisingly. Which, that was one of the games that we played for the book club that we have going in Discord server.
0: Is that Yes. So, yes, I'm it's not a, a big a club, fan, of, even like... though
3: it's games. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, hey, I think that's a brilliant yeah, idea. Yeah, I, I love that. But I've heard Soma's pretty scary. I'm not a big horror game player. Do you think, like, I guess I'm trying to. Gauge I'm not either. How <laughs> scary it is.
3: Yeah, it's more. It's more spooky. There was only like one. There was one spot that had a bit of a jump scare, and even though like I knew it was coming, it still <laughs> got me. But other than that, it's just more spooky. It's not crazy scary.
0: I think that might just be just putting at my alley. out creepy vibes. That might you guys are missing out. Be on my backlog now because I think that sounds about my speed. Not like super spooky, just like one jump scare. I yeah. can deal with that.
3: <laughs> you can always look up the jump scare in advance on YouTube to prepare yourself if you need to.
0: So in
2: that sounds like something that sh- she's going to. Oh do.
0: yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So kind of along the lines of, you know, games that you've played, the main, I guess, impetus for you creating the app was your long backlog. Is there any game that's been on your backlog for the last five years since you've created the app that you just you want to get around to, but you just haven't been able to yet?
3: Probably. There's like 500 games in my want to playlist right now. A lot of them have been in there since the very beginning. (laughs) (laughs) Let me scroll back here a little bit.
2: 500 that's that i i imagine that's probably around the size of nerd bomber's backlog nerd bomber if yeah. you had ballpark
1: i know yours it's pretty big yeah I, know that. I mean that counts
3: games i don't own yet as well so
1: so we're we're big fans of hard copies in this house and i'm i would guarantee it that there is stacks of games that we have never even opened yet so this this needs <laughs> like, to be still, gone through.
2: like like in the like shrink wrapped, like in the plastic.
1: I've
0: taken the shrink wrap off, but there's just so many games in oh, so no. little time, and I'm sure Charles, that you especially, you know, with all the work you're doing on the app, I'm sure you definitely relate to that a lot. <laughs>
3: yeah, I don't. I actually don't play that much, even though I have this app. <laughs> to answer your question, a few that are at the very beginning of my want to playlist are Hellblade and Prey. Both Pray is game.
2: great. Prey, pray was definitely like man when i when i played Prey the first time i was like i think i was in a, i was actually at a point kind of maybe even similar to where you are where i kind of like took i don't want to say i took a break from video games but like i took a break from like seriously playing video games for a while i would, I would do it casually like i still had a console but then i think Prey was a bit of a jumping off point where i think it was think he might have been gifted to me and i was like oh, i'll give this a try and like i got really sucked into it i also think there there's i think there's two games called prey and they're wildly different so when i first got the game i was like wait is this the game from like there's one that was like in 2009 or something and it's totally different than that one but it's just oh man it's so good it's so that that's worth it's going to be worth the wait i think when you when you get around to it
3: yeah
0: so this final question is something that we ask all of the guests on our show kind of you know assembling a uh, online warriors avengers if you will If you were a real life superhero, what power would you want to have?
3: So I actually have a dream about this power all the time, like recurring dream that I have telekinesis. (laughs) So I think that would be the one that I would want the most.
1: And you're positive this is in fact a dream, not that you're in a sleep state and you're using this power. Because remember, you're up all night um, coding, using this power in real life. You're positive.
3: Yes, I am. 80% positive that it's a dream. (laughs) That leaves
2: 20% available for actual telekinesis. That sounds like the most... Assuming it is a dream, sounds like the most fun dream ever. Like, people always talk about they have dreams that they're flying, which sounds terrifying to me, right? Telekinesis is fun. Flying with nothing under you.
1: That's the beauty of telekinesis. You can telekinetically move yourself that see right. that's my trouble my problem with people saying flying as a superheroes and sorry for this side tangent but if you're clever with your selection you can make yourself fly as an added bonus telekinesis make yourself right. fly firepower give yourself thrust vectors it's just the the possibilities are endless here folks so there you go
2: yeah uh, if you if you wanted your superpower to be flying you're 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 wrong. And Tactic is here to tell you. Well, Charles, thank you so much for hopping on the show, joining us to answer some of these questions. Uh, before we let you go, uh, anything you want to shout out? I mean, of course, we are be or miss. ggapp.io is where you can find find GG and, and get your account there. Anything else you want to you want to leave us with parting words, shout outs to your Twitter handle or anything else about the site?
3: Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of new features that are currently available to elite members. So if you want to subscribe and Put food on my table. That'd be great.
0: (laughs) And maybe a few cans of Monster, too.
2: Yeah. GG Fuel, we'll call that from now on. Well, Charles, thank you so much again for joining us. We wish you the best of luck uh, with GG, and uh, we look forward to seeing what your future has in store. Thanks.
0: All right. What a wonderful interview. Once again, we hope you have a wonderful, safe, and happy holidays.
1: And don't you worry. We'll be back next week with another great episode in the new year. Happy Happy New New Year. Year!